You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Protesters march in Tacoma in response to officer driving through crowd. Got some more protesters doing some more stuff, this time in Tacoma. Let's check it out. But before we do, if you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. I'm a real estate guy. I own a couple of real estate companies. But most importantly, I read the news that you want to hear right here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. All right, let's jump on in. This is a Seattle Times article. And I, I kind of default to the Seattle Times because that's our big media here. They give a pretty accurate portrayal to most uh, local events. A large crowd gathered in Tacoma on Sunday evening to protest against the police department. In response to an incident the night before in which a police officer drove through a crowd that had gathered for street racing, hitting people and injuring at least two. Footage of the incident was widely shared on social media and showed the police officer knocking several people to the ground in his SUV and running over at least one person as onlookers scream. The injuries of the two people who were hospitalized were not expected to be life-threatening, and one person had been released from the hospital as of Sunday morning. As the group of at least 200 people marched through downtown Sunday night, some in the protest crowd broke windows at buildings including a bail bonds office, and the county city building. All right, so what we don't hear from at this point in time is that the reason the police officer, police officer was investigating basically street racing, right? Had a couple hundred people doing street racing. He comes on the scene, people surround his car, begin banging on his car. He's afraid his windows are going to get bashed in. This is a 58-year-old police officer. He's been on the force 29 and a half years. This guy is super experienced. He's, he's, he's not a rookie sitting there going, oh, what do I do? You've got a mob of 100, 200 people surrounding you, and you are afraid for your life. He backed up. You can see that in the video. He backed up, realized there was a bunch of people there. Okay, can't go that way. And then he went forward. And when he went forward, he knocked over some people and he ran over one, hit a few, ran over one. What they also don't tell you is that he had announced, you need to leave the premises multiple times before this over his loudspeaker, right? It's not like he's just just all of a sudden, oh, got to go, got to leave. I know I'm crowded, but he... In, in from what I can see and from all the the articles I've read, this guy was afraid for his life. And so what will happen is that they'll do an inquiry, he'll be put on paid leave until they do an inquiry, and then they're like, Okay, officer, whatever, you followed standard police procedure. Okay, you're good to go. Next. That's what'll happen, and everybody will freak out. Oh, the police, they never get what's coming to them. Well, how about the mob surrounding this cop's car? It's a mob. It's just, it's a straight up mob. And so you got one guy against the mob. What's that guy going to do? He's going to try and get out of there. That's what he did. Then we got the protesters pretty worked up. Protesters gathered starting at 7 p.m. at Frost Park near the spot where the officer had hit the people. Loosely gathered on the park's small patch of grass and stairs in Tacoma's historic downtown, demonstrators held signs that said, defund TPD, Tacoma Police Department, and justice for Manuel Ellis. Ellis died in police custody in Tacoma last year, spurring protests and outrage. 
A protester support minivan was stationed at a nearby intersection with water with H2O painted on its window. It's back stacked with water bottles. So the protesters, in case they get thirsty, they, they've got support people behind them. They've got a support van. We want to see the officer actually fired and charged. We don't care if he if his actions were correct. We don't really care what actually happened. We don't care if he was in the right or the wrong. We just want to see him actually fired and charged. That's what the protester is saying. Protester Jacob, a lifelong Tacoma resident who declined to give his last name. He held a defund TPD sign. Paid vacation isn't a punishment. Well, there's this little thing called law and people are innocent until proven guilty. I don't know if you've heard of it, that whole concept. Maybe you saw this clip and you just saw the one clip where the cop ran over some people, hit some people on his way out while trying to save his life. Maybe you saw that clip and you didn't see all the stuff before that. Or you didn't understand that it's one guy versus a mob of who knows how many. Maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm giving you the options here to kind of go down those roads if you want. I don't think you do. You just want to see the cop get fired because you don't like cops. That's the bottom line, right? Soon, some maskless men approached him saying that the street racers were also in the wrong. What? Oh, we've got conflicting information here. We got a guy telling us that the cop is wrong and he should be fired. I mean, we've got that. We've got some guy holding up a defund TPD sign. I mean, that guy's got to have credibility, right? I mean, he just does. Soon, some maskless men approached him saying that the street racers were also in the wrong. They were racing in the street and the cop was rolling in to maybe put an end to the illegal activities of the street racers. And that is when the mob kind of formed around him and he tried to get out of there and he did get out of there. And it wasn't pretty. Somebody got run over. But from what I understand, that person's going to be okay, minor injuries, you know, got run over by a car, police car, police SUV last night, but I'm okay. It's all right. Later, as the crowd grew and chanted, whose lives matter? Black lives matters. Demonstrators barricaded streets to keep cars out and someone set a trash can on fire. One person in the crowd could be seen carrying a rifle. By about 8.15 p.m., they were marching through downtown and some in the crowd were breaking windows and spray painting graffiti on the sides of buildings. Yep, another peaceful protest until it wasn't so peaceful. Protesters also gathered outside the Pierce County Jail, banging on the surrounding fence and shouting to the people inside. Talk about just riling people up. Guys inside can't do a darn thing and you're just making noise. I heard cowbells, kind of watch the video. I mean, they're just, they're just riling anybody up that they can. Though at one point, police on bicycles formed a line blocking protesters. Law enforcement largely had not interacted with the protest as of about 930. So mostly peaceful up until that time. Early Sunday, Mayor Victoria Woodards issued a statement saying that Saturday night's incident is being taken very seriously and that she's called on the city manager and police chief to ensure that everyone involved is held accountable. How about all the people who were there supporting the street racing, which is an illegal activity? How about we hold all of them accountable? I don't know. Would that be an option? No, not so much, because then we would have a large group of very unhappy people. What about the cop? It's the cop who did it. Yeah, but he's just kind of doing his job, right? 
And we'll just have to see, did he follow police protocol, getting himself out of there? I kind of think he probably did. Guy with 29 and a half years of experience. This isn't a guy that's just gonna freak out. No, I gotta leave. I gotta get out of here by any means possible. He probably did say that, but he didn't freak out. He's like, all right, this is what I got to do. Here's, here's what I'm doing. I'm going backwards. Okay, I can't go backwards. All right, I'm going forward and I'm getting out of here. And that's what I'm trained to do. And in his head, he knows that, all right, this is standard procedure. This is police protocol. This is what I'm doing. He then drove a little ways away, stopped, called 911, said, hey, here's the deal. He called it in. That's what a cop does. For those who woke up this morning feeling outrage, frustration, grief, heartbreak, or confusion, I understand and honor your feelings, she said. I too am deeply saddened by what we saw last night. I know our community's resiliency continues to be tested, Woodard's statement continued. Did we not all watch the same video here? You've got a mob attacking a police car, right? I mean, that is what happened. So what do you expect? That cop thinks that he's going to get um, done in. He's going to get out of there. And that's what he did. The Pierce County Forest Investigation Team, which investigates cases of deadly force by police agencies in the country, is conducting an independent investigation. The team is made up of law enforcement officials from different agencies around the country and also has non-law enforcement community representatives. The incident began Sunday night a little after 6 p.m. when police responded to South 9th and Pacific Avenue in Tacoma and found vehicles and about 100 people blocking the intersection. Illegal. The <laughs> These stories are just so crazy. It's like, what are you guys doing? Uh, the people had gathered for a street race, again, illegal. In a statement released Saturday night, Tacoma police said the officers were trying to clear the intersection when one vehicle was surrounded by a crowd. How about a loud, boisterous mob beating on the cop's SUV? How about that? Does that describe it a little bit better than the Seattle Times got here? Yeah, probably. Is that accurate? Ask the cop in the car, hey, was that a peaceful crowd just saying, giving you thumbs up signs and, ah, back the blue, blue lives matter? Probably not, right? That's, that's not the way this one went. People hit the body of the police vehicle and its windows as the officer was stopped in the street, the department said. The officer, fearing for his safety, drove forward, striking one individual and may have impacted others. He did. I saw it on the video. It was pretty clear. He just basically cleared a path with his vehicle out of there after asking them to move. The officer stopped at a point of safety and called for medical aid. According to the department, which did not name the officer, the officer is a 58-year-old who has been with the department for 29 and a half years, has been placed on paid administrative leave as is standard under department policy. The city's Community Police Advisory Board has scheduled a public online meeting for 6 p.m. Monday to discuss the incident. Well, I just discussed the incident, and I think it's pretty clear what happened. You had an angry mob. A cop got he started fearing for his life. He's like, man, I need to get out of here. If you have 100 people around you, even if you have 100 people around you who are being nice to you, that's a freaky deal. 
right? There's one of you, a hundred of them. And when they are pounding on your car, probably pounding on the roof, you might want to get out of there too. So what, what are we arguing about here? I think there is a miscommunication as to what somebody should do when an angry mob is beating on their car. That's kind of the way I see it. How do you guys see it? How do you guys see something like this? Whenever I read these stories, I'm like, oh, we, we need full accountability for this, all right? How about the accountability for that mob banging on the car? How about that? Where's that? Oh, they were peaceful. Those were peaceful bangs on the roof of the SUV. I mean, they were peacefully smashing on his windows. Didn't break them. But man, if, if you're in that car and you got a bunch of people banging on your windows, you're probably going to think the worst. Like, they're going to bash my windows in and they're going to grab me because I am a cop and I am stopping their illegal street racing activities. And people know right now that they can totally get away with this kind of activity because everybody's going to be all worked up about the people that got run over or got hit and police brutality. I just don't see that with this incident at all. I mean, I just don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this cop is just totally out of line. I'd like to see that, though. I'd like to see how somebody points that he's completely out of line in that situation my guess, again, is he will get off and people will flip out because they think, oh, there should be accountability for this kind of action. All right, what would that be? What exactly would you want this cop to do? Just take the beat down, maybe get killed? Are you okay with that? How about that for peaceful? I don't know. I'm not sure what people expect when, when this kind of thing goes down. I mean, it just seems kind of crazy to me. But then I'm also a real estate guy. And um, this isn't really my thing, but it is my thing to cover it. And the more stories that I read, the more stories that I cover, I'm like, okay, there's the hole in the peaceful protesters mantra. There's the hole. Yep. Yep. Not reasonable. Not reasonable at all. So if this cop did something wrong, I, I'm very curious to find out exactly what that would have been. But story after story after story like this, I read them and I'm like, huh, we're making a big deal about exactly what? And I know it, it would be a totally, it'd be a wildly different thing if somebody got killed. Okay, nobody wants anybody to get killed. But let's just see what the official police response is to this and the accountability responses to this before we freak out and say, Oh, there's there's no accountability here. We there's there's just nothing going on here that makes us happy because we are the angry mob and we just want to see justice happen. That's kind of the way I see it. That's the way I see this issue going. And I wish it was different, but I don't think it is. And you can watch the video. The video is all all it's online everywhere. So take a look at that. And if you think that I'm way out of line for saying, hey, this cop was there to protect public safety, not have the street racers doing their thing. And then when the onlookers of the street racing got upset with the cop and started banging on his car, then the officer exited stage left and banged a few bodies in the process getting out of there because 
he was trying to get away from an angry mob. That's the way I see it. And I think that's the way the uh, police accountability will see it also. And then that is what will make everybody really upset because that is not what they are hoping for the outcome to this issue. But if you approach it from a reasonable position, I think that's the same outcome you would come to as well. I don't know. Let me know in the comments. Do you think this is wild? Is, is, was this cop wildly out of line? Or was he basically just doing his job and trying to keep from getting killed? Did he run over people on purpose? I don't know. We're going to have to find out. We'll have to get all the details. But there will be details gathered on this. But I've seen the video. I've seen the video from multiple instances. And yeah, it looks horrific as he's exiting there. And people are just, you know, kind of, they're just bouncing off of his SUV. Literally, just like thump, 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 thump. He's trying to get out of there and he's told them, hey, I'm going to be leaving over his loudspeaker. That's what I understand. And they don't. They don't heed his warning. And then he leaves. And this happens. And now we've got protesting because of it. So let me know what you think. I'm kind of curious on this one. Am I just way out of line here? Am I just, oh, I read too many news stories and don't really have a handle on reality anymore? I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that's the case. It's like, okay, am I reading this really differently than anybody else? I don't think so. But the huge thing is that the media is just going to carry this as another abusive cop trying to run people over and kill them. Uh, and I, I really don't think that's the case. So that's why I'm doing this podcast on it to get some conversation going and maybe have a little different perspective, a reasonable perspective that a lot of other media won't carry because they're not reasonable or that's the way I see it anyway. All right. That's it for me on this one. Again, my name is Sean Reynolds. I'm a real estate guy that reads the news that you like to hear. All right. That's it. We will catch up with you guys on the next one. Until then, bye for now. Stay safe. See you then. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out. 